learn about the source material for those movies, which is mainly like short stories that were published in like Black Mask and magazines like that by like really famous people like uh, Dashiell Hammett and Raymond Chandler, you know, and the authors of um, that they're uh, famous there uh, one about the um, the thing, you know. Yeah, um, that's right. I remember that, that book. The Maltese Falcon, the Maltese Falcon, for example. Whoa. Right. So that source material for that is, um, yeah, he's Dashiell Hammett wrote that. Anyway, so I really went down this whole thing, uh, studying and reading a ton of that. And, and then, you know, it was a combination of that and maybe, you know, Richie uh, Carucci telling me like crazy stories of like, his friends and just like stuff that he's done and maybe another combination of like Sopranos. It's kind of like, yeah. So it, the, the character came out of me making selfie, like driving on FDR with my iPhone, like shooting the highway and shooting the Brooklyn bridge and like me pretending to be like some kind of gangster. <laughs> That's like the truth. Because you are Albanian <laughs> and you are an assassin in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I think it used to be you would, um, I'll take care of your ex for you, right? Yeah, this that's was how it sort of started. I would make like a little, almost like a, some kind of a, you know, a PSA uh, of like how I'll kill people for you if you need that. <laughs> but you specialized in, in exes. And that and that's when it was really weird. Like nobody was like, I remember going to um, Staples to get stuff for the office, the home office or whatever, because like people weren't going out. It, that was like in the really weird part of the pandemic is when I started yeah. making films, whatever they are, iMovies. Yeah. Now, way before the pandemic, way back in history, you once shared a stage with Joan Rivers. Tell me about that experience. Yeah, Joan was like so like incredible to me. Like she... Her face was impressive. It was like it was like porcelain. It just like didn't move, and it was it was sort of pulled back. It was very strange. But she was lovely, actually. And she was. Um, I asked her about comedy. You know, I just was like, "What was it like?" You know, yeah. So I opened for her, but I got to talk to her afterwards, and I just said, "Like, what was it like when you started? Like, was it?" I because I knew at the time there was like no women doing it really. Nice. I mean, there was poetry stuff, but there wasn't like. And she said, oh, it wasn't hard, honey. You know, she said, I, I, went, I went around with George Carlin and, and, uh, and Bill Cosby. They, you know, they took me around the village. She didn't talk like that, but that's my impression. Mm -hmm. uh, they took me around the village, she said. And then they did. And I, she, so, so for her, because, you know, she had a circle of friends, it wasn't difficult as you might think. And then she said, hey, listen, honey, they give you like about a minute. Because if you're famous, maybe 30 seconds. No, she not that was the other way around. She goes, they yeah, give yeah, you 30. Yeah. They said that basically, you know, the audience sizes you up if you're female mm -hmm. uh, very quickly. So that was, um, it seemed profound at the time. I was yes. just like, whoa, you know. <laughs> well, she's talking about an earlier time in comedy when there were certainly less comedians and less women comedians, certainly, right? There was no comedians. I mean, I think like when she started, there was like, they could go up at a, at a room where they have music. There was no yeah. comedy room. Right. Uh, was that far back, you know? Comedy yeah. certainly has grown. Okay, now you are a Boston girl, uh, wicked funny, and we always hear that accent come out after, in the middle of a set when you're getting crazy or after a few drinks. But then you moved to New York. You lived, you yeah, lived in New what, uh, is it Queens? Is it Brooklyn? You lived for, here for a long time, and now you're, back in Boston. Tell me about this journey. What brought you here? What made you go home? 
I mean, just that's just life stuff, you know what I mean? But I did, I did go to New York because I wanted to, like, be in the New York scene. And I, when I first got to New York, I really made a lot of headway in terms of, like, I worked at Atlantic City. Like, they book you for the whole week uh, at the Travel yeah. Canada. Different people run it now and whatever. But back then, it was like, they gave you a condo and they gave you food. And, they you, you know, you did, like, <clears throat> nine shows or something. And it was great. Then I did, like, upstate New York. I did all the clubs I really, I just wanted to hit a different market because yeah. Boston seemed a little saturated. I'd done a lot of the fundraisers. I'd done a lot of towns and, and I just wanted to like, I guess, spread my wings. And I, and I actually did a several projects that based on, because of that move that I wouldn't have done if I didn't go to New York, like uh, I was in ladies of laughter. Um, and I, I recorded Gotham County live and Seinfeld nice. was there. I, yeah. And I did um Friars club. Like those are some of my highlights. Now, what was Ladies of Laughter like? I mean, you were one of the finalists, one of the runners-up, right? Yeah, I was second place. And uh, it was really, yeah, it was good. I mean, it was like for the whole damn contest, which is like, you know, it was actually a big deal because there's a lot of women. And round one, I was like the wild card. Like, they selected the winners, but they wanted to take a wild card. Um, and they took me, and then I almost won the whole thing. It was really kind of cool. And, and the night that was the the you know, finals was at uh, Turning Stone Casino, upstate New York, which mm -hmm. is beautiful. I remember my car had no air conditioning. I had the windows open. I was sweating. It was like so hard to get there. Like I had this crappy car and no air conditioning, just like sweltering, like a six hour drive, but it ended up being so great. Yeah. And I met uh, Tammy Pescatelli, who back backstage, she said to me like, you know, she was sort of like rooting everybody on and she was like lovely, but she was just saying like, good job or whatever to everyone. And just, she was hosting it. But when I got off stage, she looked at me and she went, you know, you are a great writer. She's like, you have great jokes. And yeah. I was like, wow, she didn't have to go out of her way to say that. Like, she wasn't yeah. gaining anything by telling me. So I love her now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, right? Yeah. Now, I, you know, I, when I see you, you've got a Cosmo <laughs> in your hand. In the what? stemware, it's in your, uh, one of your head shots, right? Oh, you you just. Well, no, it's the it's the triangular. What you know, a Cosmo glass with the, oh, with yeah. the uh, olive sticking out of it. I mean, this is your look. It really complements you. How did you arrive there? Just by drinking them? Oh, well, I don't drink martinis, but I just wanted you know my first headshot. Well, not my first, but like kind of like the second headshot I did wow. with a professional photographer. I think I was working on ships at the time. I'm trying to remember. I just came off working on ships. So I had this dress that, like, I would never wear in a million years now. But um, it was, like, a 50s dress. Like, if you can imagine, you know, the dress that, like, Marilyn Monroe is, like, she goes over the steam, over the grate in the city and the steam. That dress, except in black. Uh -huh. Um so I wanted, and I and I wanted my headshot to be retro. I just wanted, so I rolled my hair a certain way, like I, you know, yeah. I wore that dress and I and had the martini glass, and I really wanted a lit cigarette. But we were in a soundstage, and my friend was like, "You can't really do that, you know. You can't have it's terrible. Yeah, you yeah. can't smoke." So, um, but anyway, so that was just sort of this idea. Of course, on stage I wear Adidas, so it doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> but the problem was still there on stage. Cosmo, yeah, yes, yes, it is. I know, I, and I started doing that. I used to have like a fake Cosmo. I wouldn't even have booze in it. But now I'm older. I'm like, just put the booze. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it enhances your act. 
And you're talking about the 50s stuff. You've got some of that material, right? About how great the 50s was, in your opinion, you know? Yeah. So what is it? Uh, you know, you, I mean, you have to be able to take a punch, but you don't got to work. What Basically say that it was better than, you know, I'm sort of like making fun of how ridiculous, like the children have to wear a helmet just to walk down the street. And things yes. Like that. I actually have a book, a comic recommended a book called The 50s. I just bought it used on Amazon. It's like this thick. I'm going to show uh -huh. it to you. Right here. So, uh, this is, pro it's probably a lot more dense than I am, but I'm yeah. probably going to skim through it to, to, you know, expand upon that bit. But we should talk about before we go, I'm not, not trying to tell you how to do your show, but I want to squeeze this in our webisode that we did because you yeah. were so good at it. Oh, thank you. Well, all I did was get popped, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we killing Carl. That was the original title. And then I shortened it to just, uh, Carl, I think, I don't know. I changed the titles all the time, but yes, you were. You were good. What I love about making them is that I'm learning each one I make, I learn a lot. So like the next one I shoot, I'm definitely using three cameras. Like there's no, cause when you go to edit, you really want everything covered and it, yeah. you know, was making it harder for myself. Um, the other yeah. one. So yeah, guerrilla shooting. I'm totally digging it. I and mean, it's only like really without the credits, it's I think three and a half minutes long. It's not a long, it's not even a good like story arc, but I just love making them. So they're going to get more, I think, uh, elaborate as I go. Like the next one, I want it to be 15 minutes and I want it to be like a full story. Chris We're going to kill one guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Multi well, Chris Roach was really great in it. I mean, he really, okay. yeah. And the, the music you put under him was very intense. It aided the situation. He was good, but I'm a good director. And so yeah, I feel like I got the best performance out of everybody because I know what I'm doing. I might not know totally what I'm doing with editing and stuff, but I do know directing actors. So I, I enjoyed that a lot. Now I was going to go to where can people find you out on the internet, on social media. So let's start with the YouTube channel where we would find, it's just Stacy Kendro, right? Right. No Ian Stacy. So if you just go like youtube.com forward slash Stacy Kendro, and then what, what comes up, there's, you know, there's two channels. One has the, I don't know why it's like this, but they're sort of connected, but the one with the mob shorts, you'll see, because it'll say Albanian assassin, there'll be a bunch of them. Um, yeah. So the other one's stand up. So how else can people find you out there on the Snapagrams and the Insta chats? So my website is stacykendro.com. Uh, on Instagram, I'm stacykmeow. I don't know why. I think I thought it was going to be like an art, uh, you know, page, and then it's no, it's not. But um, it's all stand up stuff. But I also have a blog that I might be um, expanding upon at some point that it's got a lot of blogs in it. It's old. It's from like 2010 or something. It's uh, Stacy's mm -hmm. Funny Hot Come If up. you Google Stacy Kendro blog spot, <laughs> it'll come up. Yeah, it'll come up. Yep, that's right. Okay, so it's yeah. S-A-T. Okay, so there's no E in Stacy, and then it's K-E-N-D-R-O, K-E-N-D-R-O for everyone at home. Okay, now, Stacy. Everyone at home is poised to watch this film at the exact same moment that we press play here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Stacey Kendrow, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Okay, ready? Drum roll, please. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. Okay, three, two, one, go. Thank you, celebrity comedian. Uh, for your countdown. I appreciate it. I don't know who that was, but I am looking forward to listening to that. I'm sure it was good. It was probably Stacy Kendro, straight out of Boston. Thank you, Boston Stacy Kendro. And now 
nothing declares the seventies. That this is <laughs> the first second of this movie. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, more, nothing more than a Jerry Reed song. Well, how come Peter Fonda got top billing over Jerry Reed? Jerry Reed's the star. Uh, uh, Peter Fonda was a higher star at the time. 1973. Well, we've seen a bunch of... Ooh, Helen Shaver, Superwoman, Supergirl. She was Supergirl? I wonder why my research didn't catch that. It's probably because I'm old and actually got the information wrong. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I think she was. Well, um... Gosh, let me see here. Oh, look out! Cameraman! Cameraman! Ah! Oh, a game of chicken! That is ridiculous. Uh, she was in Amityville Horror. Okay. She was in The Color of Money. Yes. Uh, the Land Before Time. Ooh, what was that about? That was about that was about 120 minutes. Yeah, approximately. right. Approximately. Um, she was in The Craft in '96, and she was in Tremors 2 Aftershock. Okay. I'm obviously thinking of someone else. Well, way to start the show. Uh oh! Do not hitchhike with a truck driver. Truck drivers only want three things when you hitchhike. Uh, yes. Conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And a DJ. And a DJ. Now look at the ugliest woman ever. And I, is it a wig or is it seventies hair? It's a wig. No, it's seventies hair. It's gray in the front and blonde in the back. It's really light gray in the front. Um, I think it's her real hair. Now, isn't he nice to help out? Whoa, what Whoa. is that? Whoa! Someone got highballed. You don't just saw off a shotgun. Hey, he really got kicked and punked. Yeah, I got hit by the head. Well, back then, they didn't have shotguns. It must have really hurt. I get it. I get it. These are hitchhikers. He even stole his hat! Oh, that is such low bowling. Guys are really going to throw me in a ditch? Hey, director, say cut anytime now. Oh, <laughs> just what is this film called? Low balling? High balling. Is that They're, an expression? They just low ball. High balling, it's, it's, whoa, would you look at that motorcycle? Oh, my god. Oh, goodness. there he is. That's hey, there's Peter Fonda. And we Peter watched the trailer Fonda. last week for this movie. And it was one of those weird trailers with the star, Jerry Reed narrated it as himself do you remember hi i'm jerry reed i'm here to talk about you know the good truckers he starts off about the truckers not himself you yeah. know and america can't run without the truckers because the truckers truck all across america with their trucks hi i'm jerry reed <laughs> and i got a new film high balling my friend he goes my friend peter fonda plays guffin or whatever the hell he's now this is. is the only film that they were in together you see Smokey and the bandit like made a bunch of trucker movies possible right and both Peter Fonda and Jerry Reed were in many of them, but this is the only one in which they're both together. So it's the ultimate shitstorm. Yeah, so they could get both faces on the poster, right? And Bruce Willis yes. is, is Bruce Willis in this because his face is on the poster. He's he's on the beginning and then he's at the end. Yeah. Um, this is uh, an Indian sports scout, and th this bike is like forty years old in okay. this film. So, so it's uh, seventy-eight. Hang on, thirty-eight. It's ancient the wars oh man check it out it's smurf papa smurf did you see him <laughs> there's jerry reed son let me tell you some philosophy about the truck stop now so he's he's over he's out he's oversized like he's a, he's what's the expression i'm trying to look for he's uh larger than life he jerry is reed. larger than life especially on the big screen now here 
Victor and uh, Reed are longtime trucking buddies. Now, What's this name? I mean, um, uh, Peter Fonda's name is Rain in this okay. film, and he got out of trucking. He's been seeing the world on his bike, and they're very happy that he's uh, sort of like back in town. He's rekindling with old friends here. This place is in, this is in Arizona. It's Tucson, Arizona. It's called, well, it's not in real life. Wow, high-heeled waitresses. Yes. And they're making sexually suggestive comments to her. This is the Triple T Truck Stop, and it's still in business in Tucson, Arizona. No shit. 40 years after the movie. Road trip. Now, what I don't understand is why is that true if really we're being, you know, this is all shot in Canada. Now, this is 1978, and she's wearing an Elvis Lives shirt. Or he, this guy. When did Elvis die? Seventy-seven. Oh, Elvis lives. As Three. a matter of fact, Elvis did four Jerry Reed songs. That's the first way that Jerry wow. Reed really known and successful in Nashville. That is larger than life. Now that's pickup. That's pickup. She just walked in the room and she's the hottest thing you ever saw. Okay, so they they don't like. People ragging on uh, pickup, but they they rag on the waitress. Uh, no, they rag on pickup, absolutely. Uh, but pickup puts this guy in his place. So you're about to see now what this guy. This guy's Harvey. He's going to become our bad guy. We don't know it yet, and he's saying like, guys, you got to stop being independents. You got to join King Carroll's Trucking Company. It's the only way to make a living around here, y'all. Y'all, like, thank you, but I appreciate being an independent. That's the way I like it. That's the way I'm keeping it. That's that's the controversy of our film. Uh, the, the that's the crux of our film here. All right. Oh, so it's it's the this company versus the independents. Right. Exactly. Snobs versus slobs. Snobs versus slobs. Now we're getting heavy sexual comment. Yeah. And she'll put him in his place. Now, have you ever seen people smoke a cigar in a diner? Like, it's weird. Yeah, well, in the 70s, as you know, from being yeah. a kid, uh, smoking was everywhere. Everywhere. There were smoking sections in restaurants, and yeah. the young whippersnappers don't know about it. Now, it was gross and dumb, but it was like, that's the way it was since the 20s and 30s, so, you know. Well, you would go, professional drivers only. I do love, like, truck driving diners is the best, right? You get yeah. weird rotary phones on your thing. You get little pegboards uh, on your table. You get knickknacks. You get lights. What else? Like they do like special things for truckers, right? They want you to come have some eggs. Uh, they want they want truckers' money, so they pretend it's special for truckers. They're just <laughs> now. Who hey, else is going to get at this rest stop but truckers? Don't disperse the quadruple T like that. Now, uh. Bad guy number two is very embarrassed to get, uh, you know, for his come on to get shut down. Uh, so now he's grouchy and he decides to pick a fight with Peter Fonda, calling him a faggot and everything. Wow, this guy. Talk about a beta, huh? Yeah. Now, yeah. my wife doesn't get mad that I hit women because I don't. I don't. She gets mad because I hit on women because I do. And I got shut down just like our bad guy number two. And, and then you took it out of Peter Fonda. I'm, the, I'm obsessed by Peter Fonda. We we watched a few Peter Fonda movies. Uh, Cannonball Run, of course. 
Uh, 72 in the shade. 92 in the right. shade? 92 72. in the shade. Now, in 92 in the shade, I was very, very, very critical of Peter Fonda that he had no emotion, that he yeah. had no facial expression, that he was a horrible actor. Well, I got to tell you, in this film, uh, it is absolutely not true. He emotes, he has many facial expressions, he is acting, and he is, um, he is uh, a passionate, you know, I'm way wrong. I'm way wrong. I think he's a sex symbol, too. I'll, I'll go out and say it. So seeing him young, like, I mean, I guess Easy Rider was his big breakout. Yeah, and that was, was. Well, being born the, the son of Henry Fonda was his big breakout. His, yeah, his big yeah. breakout was out of his mom's womb. Whoa, Carl went there. Whoa. Look uh, at that. He's so impressive. He's impressing. Pickup. Pickup is the lady in the cabin. She was never Supergirl. Watch out! Watch out! She was never Supergirl. It was Helen Slater, right? It was Supergirl. Yes. yes. Uh, no, Helen Slater is our. Uh, oh, God damn it! Look, I don't want to. I don't want to look. I don't want to look. I'm going to keep the audience. Oh wait, wait. Helen Shaver. Helen Slater is who I'm thinking of. Okay, gotcha. Now. Supergirl 2, horrible movie. Jimmy Olsen appeared in it. Oh, uh, I know. He was like, I contractually here to appear in this scene. I hate this movie. I'm here to tie the two movies together, not just in title. <laughs> Look at Rain's bike is on the back of the, the truck. The truck. Now, this truck is a 1976 uh, K100 series, but there's a controversy. Is it a K100 or a K123? that a controversy how well the internet doesn't agree 1976 k100 it's a great looking cab over they feel but many people say that clearly it's a 97 uh, it clearly it's a 1973 because of the gold and chrome 50 and 50th anniversary kw logo and the only year they did that was 73 well you're busted but yeah one of the many continuities and they never got back to me mgm now look, he comes home to his family and they hug him as if they haven't seen him in years. I mean, he well, was he on, a on the road. Run. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, you do a run and he's back in a week. You know, it's, he it's, said, "I'll be back in November. I'll be back in November." And then the you wife, you see, baby, there. Yeah. Well, we won't see baby till the way end of the film again. Okay. And and baby. is he grown? No, he's safely tucked away for all the danger that's going to come. Now, listen, I'm going to say this is a long movie, but the next time we see the baby is during his bar mitzvah. <laughs> it was a bat mitzvah because he switched. So yeah, bat mitzvah. The wife kissed Rain on the Peter Fonda on the lips. It was a little weird. Well, that's a trucker life. So right now. Uh, Jerry Reed, and his name is Iron Duke, because that's his CB handle. He's Iron oh, Duke. Oh, CB. Citizen yeah. band? Oh, Which that's CB are we talking about? This film. And that's the internet for uh, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> they still have it, right? I can't imagine it doesn't exist in some form. Yes, it's CB radios are today in trucks. They're just not popularized with uh, movies like Convoy. Right, convoy. Like, he's found it down, loading Jerry up. Jerry Reed. We gonna Jerry Reed's like the king of the trucking. 
it's just not a popular thing anymore. There are truckers out there, and they're popular amongst themselves, but well, it's what's not the difference? Enough. Carl, do you know the difference between ham radio and CB radio? Is there? Yeah. I mean, yeah, a C citizens band radio is like sort of like a police band or something. Ham radio is in the higher frequencies, and it's global. You gotcha. know. Now, John Fonseca, a personal friend of ours. A personal friend of ours. Hi, John. He's a He's a hammer. He's a ham radio person. And the you tell me, John Fonseca is a ham. Yeah, John Henry's yeah. always been a ham, even in fish burgers, uh, especially in fish burgers. As Saddam Hussein, yes, should have called him Saddam Ham Sane. Um, he uh, reached um, uh, the he reached Chile, the bottom of South America. Am I wrong? Chile is the low, Peru's the top one and Chile's the lower one. I just realized who Helen Shaver and Helen Slater are. I don't know anything okay. <laughs> other than that. Well, it's global ham. Okay, now they're calling them in quickly because somebody is using the Iron Duke's handle on the radio, impersonating oh my, yeah. the Iron Duke. He got hacked. He got hacked. He's got to tell all his friends listen, yeah. if I see <laughs> you, don't answer. If you see a message, uh, you are gay, I didn't type that. I am now, what happened is a trucker is like calling for help. He's in emergency trouble. And now he's gone. Squelch it, man. Squelch. Yeah. Squelch. Yeah. More squelch. Well, Come it was popular in the 70s. Guarantee. We had, I mean, I had a friend, a neighbor who had a CB. Uh -huh. And, uh, would do it but i guess it would be annoying that all, all these people all these citizens are on your professional band i mean like if you're using yes yes that was a problem in the 70s you know they would get on and say breaker one nine you see any smokies and then they would tell them they'd be like oh good because i'm going to the grocery <laughs> 10 four over soccer mom get off don't our band right don't waste my time okay uh, so Jerry Reed has promised his son next time he goes out on the rig, he'll take him. But this is different. This is an emergency call. There could be trouble. There are hijackers on the roads, and he's oh, not taking yes. his kid into danger. We saw Ow. the hijacker. Oh, we're seeing them again. Ooh, is this Sin Ow. City? Look at that snow. Yeah, that's Sin City. You know what's funny? You'll see it snowing, and then in the next scene, it's not snowing, and there's not even snow on the ground. Look, you see how the snow's there, but it went away when the truck was pulling out? Yeah. Lots of continuity problems like this. The wind blows worse than Florida in here. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Worse than Florida. I can't, I can't, I you can't concentrate on the movie. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get a Is lot it, of that here, but it's, you uh. You give me a lot of shit, but I just can't watch a movie that's shot in the, in, outside Look, of Florida. No snow. I understand. I, I appreciate. I do give you shit for it because you shouldn't be so distracted, but I understand. Yeah, that you are. Now look so, at this heavy snow. Yeah, this is well, like Christmas. Anyway, I think I made my point. You'll see that throughout the film. It's snowing. It's not snowing. It's snowing. It's not snowing. It's snow on the ground. It's grass, green grass on the ground. What is this? Some kind of magical America? Now, how in the world do they know where this guy is? Right, they must know the roads, right? And they they could kind of. Yeah, GPS. but I mean. You say, help, help, I'm in trouble. We'll be right there. You'll be right where? It's right there. Oh, I'm, where are you exactly? Third tree? Yeah. Cool. 
Uh-oh, here comes the kid with Smokies. The Smokies are good, right? Their Smokies are going to help. Uh, yes, in this particular case, the Smokies are going to help. Now, this is shot in Canada. It's on in, in and around Milton, Ontario. We'll also be at the Toronto waterfront. We'll be in rural roads north of Toronto. We're going to be at a, a, bar, a bar called The Fifth Wheel in Milton, Ontario. That sounds like and a trucker bar. And their house is in Kleinberg, okay? As you so know, I grew like, up in... Uh, um, Ontario. Toronto, yeah. I forget which one. Yeah, I grew up in Milton, Ontario, and, and, oh. and it was obviously Kleinberg, the house. So you're, you live there year-round. You're, you're a true Milty. Yeah, I'm a Milty, and that means snow and uh, summer, yeah. Sometimes during the same day. During the same scene. <laughs> oh, uh, that's I in 1973. Oh, okay. uh, look, the M1's right there, obviously. Now look at his big clown feet. Is he trying to reach it? That's Jesus leaving footprints out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I was walking with Jesus, right, right. on the beach. Yeah. Where are your footprints? Where's my footprints? He was carrying me. Sorry. Look at those big clowns. Big clown. Squeak, 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 squeak. So now he goes, I found him. But the thing is, why wouldn't he call out when he saw him from the distance? Covered in rosemary. Up, <laughs> up. Oh. Oh. Wait, the only guy who puts his hat back on after seeing a dead body. <laughs> uh, out of respect. <laughs> out of respect, I'm gonna put my my cap hat back on. Out of respect for the dead. I should mention that Mario Gentile just died. He was uh, 53. He was a comedian, uh, and he died of an aneurysm. Uh, we're gonna have a yeah. wake for him at the reserve. It's not a wake. It's like a repast. His family's having it private. It was really tragic. He was, uh, you know, he wasn't exactly the best dude. So it's a little, you know, weird in our little community. Like on Facebook, some people are crapping on him and some people are being respectful. I yeah. think crap on him next week. It's not the time. But anyway, just putting it out there that a good friend. Uh, uh, is there yeah. a, is there like a GoFundMe or a no real train or anything like that okay no. well my respects uh I'm glad you yeah, brought that you. up way to kill the mood <laughs> okay, so now since he was talking about getting out of trucking and now hijackers are killing folks he's like i've got a family i've got a mortgage he's like i'm gonna either quit or go work for the oh no don't say it don't work for the man don't work for the organization That's don't right. work for harvey <laughs> In the meanwhile, he's just going to get drunk to deal with his problems. I'm going to stack up uh, my little shot, shot glasses, glasses, even though the waitress told me to cut that shit out. Look at him. You're in a shot. Oh, he's drunk. Listen, give me your keys. I'll, I, I want to make sure you can drive home okay. I'm going to put them in the ignition for you. <laughs> You're not good to drink, drive. Give me your yeah. Oh, no. I can't let you drive. I can't let you drive alone. Here's the CB now, handle. Talk to me when you drive home. <laughs> now, Pickup, he's going to go sleep in the cab. Now, Pickup rejected the one guy and rejects every guy. Right? Rain. Right as, wrong as rain. But rain. Ooh, right as oh, rain. Oh, he's special. He's right as rain. He's different. Whoa! 
Look well. at that butt. Oh my goodness. Look at what those jeans. I thought designer jeans were a thing back in 78. They were. Is she not wearing designer jeans? Uh, uh, let's see. Here. Designer failed. I don't see any Jordan. I don't see Jordan. I don't see Gloria Vanderbilt's name there. I mean, wow! Look how she keeps switching the cheeks, like close <laughs> to the left. I was looking at how the director has their their reflections in the mirror on there. Look at that's, that! That yeah, look at the mirror. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, it's the like mirror. they're pictures. Oh, whoa! Hey, where's Raw Girl? I saw that in the mirror. That's goodness. I was it, trying it to must... like. It was shot in Canada, and you can tell it's cold because of uh, her chest there. <laughs> you can tell how chilly it is. Now, listen, I'm being inappropriate, but uh, it's because that's the movie. Okay? Yeah, no, I'm no, it's okay. And it's cold. It's cold no. in, in Milton. It's barely cold. It's obviously cold. Glass with those things. You need to wear a sweater that <laughs> goes up to your midriff. So, Not an entire sweater. Basically, he's like, uh, she makes some comment. He's like, excuse me, miss. And she goes, don't pretend you don't remember me. And he goes, all right, I remember you. And then <laughs> he asks him on a, he asks her on a date and she rejects him because that's her thing. Right. But it's like a polite uh, rejection. So she, she goes, hit me up on the radio and leaves. So it oh. opens. Leaves the door open. Oh my God! Look, Chuck Norris. What? Oh, the one of the crates said Norris on it. Oh, okay. It's oh. King Carol's cargo. And he's oh, the coconuts. Load. King Creole and the coconuts, and his and his coconut. <laughs> yeah, right. Great yeah. Tune. What was their big song? Oh God, I, oh, I I should not say that because I was coconut I bra. Wearing a coconut bra. Okay, oh, so they're no, going to go pick up a load, and Peter's just hanging out. He doesn't do the trucking anymore. By the way, that's the Canadian Tower there. It's oh, so cool. obviously Canada. Uh, is he see. drunk, Jerry? No, he's having a hangover from last oh. night. His acting is so good, I couldn't tell. What's your 20? Yes. Okay. Um, Toronto's CN Tower is in the middle of many shots, including the ending shot. Oh, so Hollywood. it's clearly Canada. Now they see this guy shoveling snow and they're like, what you doing? What are you doing? He goes, well, I'm not a trucker anymore. I'm scared. The hijackers. He goes, this is killing our. But yeah, I can't blame him. Guy, okay, I'm here. Fill up my truck. It's like, well, you have to wait. I have to drink my coffee. So Jerry Reed starts giving him a lot of shit. And look, he puts his coffee down. Yeah. Now, Peter Fonda will be a complete asshole and drink his really? coffee. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of a nuanced dick move. Yeah, it is. And it's like, ha ha, he got, oh, it's King Carol, the boss, the owner. He goes, what's the, what's the static here, boys? So he like takes King him Carol. into the office to talk to him about it. Uh, that, that shirt. He Black gives him night. the coffee. He goes, can I get you boys a cup of coffee? He goes, no, thanks. I already had mine. And he had poured booze in there. Oh, so he drank the booze. Yeah. What is Rain's deal, man? Either shit or get off the pot. He's 
become a trucker again. Right. Or drive around the country with your pal Billy. Yeah, man, I'm Billy and he's Captain he's just America. Visiting. Just visiting. Just hanging out. Won't let me back in America. Now, of course, King Carol is pitching him on becoming a trucker for him. You know, safer, he'll get benefits. He goes, yeah, but I'll also get less money. Yeah, but it's about the long term, son. This is a full-time permanent job. There's no week off without a load. So um, he turns him down. Look, he's got his U.S. mail shirt. I know, but he has like trucker uh, patches. One says, what's your 20 on the on his uh, right shoulder. And then what's, what's the bears? God, some costume designer was like, okay, you got it. We're doing a disco <laughs> movie, a movie about today. Uh, yeah, but it's truckers. Okay, no problem. I'll just change this around. I'll add some patches. Now, Mike, some for some reason, my laptop's saying I'm on Wi-Fi, not plugged into the router. I'm just going to check that. Okay, it, I hear you loud and clear, Carl. You're still okay. watching this movie regardless. Uh, so now he's getting an extra $50 fee because he said that's for the expedited loading of your truck. So he's getting them back. Right. Okay, so now it's King Carol is like black eyes. All right. They should take this job and shove it. Oh, no. It's already been done in the 70s. I'm the Duke of New York. The Duke. That's the guy in the Halloween films. Yeah, no, I'm doing an impression. Our guest, Colin Mahan, was here. He actually yes. is a professional, and he was the voice of uh, Dr. Loomis in the two recent Halloween movies. We had him as a guest, and one of his routines is that he does uh, appear from New York, Donald Pleasance in his act. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm basically just saying Colin more than uh, Donald Pleasance. Wow! Okay, so this this is happened? America. Well, you're going to see a lot of Canadian license plates and flags here in America. Oh, I saw a dollar sign. Do they have that in Canada? Canadian dollars. Yes, they have the same dollar sign as us. Shit. They also oh. do the date format like us. They also have the time zones. They're, what about? Uh, I'm what all about, for the 51st state. What about like an eighth? Like, do they use metrics? Can I buy an eighth there? Or do I have oh, to buy like a, a, a kilogram? You got to buy like three keys of pot. Three, can know? I get 3.5 grams of weed? Oh, no, I can't. Yeah, now, plugged into the router, but we just had a little with issue. You're. I could hear you loud and clear. You did. You did freeze up there. Now, okay. This is Our really CB. weird. Remember, he pulled in there with a with a uh, a cab. Uh, no, the cab's the front, right? The truck right. in the back. And he had the fight with the guy to load up my truck. Now, all of a sudden, he's hauling cars. It doesn't. I know make that's sense. strange. It was, I didn't see any cars like that. Maybe they in the back and they had. Uh... Well, what happened to did they rip off the walls? I mean, Wait, how did the sun get in there? The sun wasn't they they picked up the sun for this. Uh he's in the he's in the oh, cab. That, oh, you didn't see? Yeah, he had promised the boy next time he goes out, uh, the boy could come. Look at the weather changes. Wow, yeah. And also they're not in a city anymore, they're in a suburb, like a so anyway, the boy is now on board. Now, he couldn't come before because it was too dangerous, but he's about to encounter danger. 
like deliverance danger 70s danger. oh no no guns guns oh all right not not deliverance <laughs> that's not sure it's a 70s movie and there's a kid in it so you know he's gonna get shot in the head <laughs> horse look at it go man zoom oh that's pickup okay now right. pickup, she's in a pretty cool truck the internet thinks um let's see here where is it oh okay i got the cycles i got the trucks here's the cars what are your phone books is she sitting on <laughs> that's she keeps phone books in the car in case she's gonna sit on a dude's lap so um she is it's a here it is it's a GMC C15. It's got great wheels, camper shell, ornate front bumper stack, <laughs> bumpers and stacks, and jeans-like painting motif, uh, which AMC did in the 70s. Wow, that's uh, really cool. Yeah, so that's the color of blue jeans. And you will see the GMC C15 throughout this film. You keep calling yourself a guest. The research you did in this film is breaking down the trucks. Well, I knew I was going to be on the show, so I thought I would get ready with research. <laughs> look, pickup goes, there are some Smokies. And so they get off the road and the Smokies pass. But why? Why? They're not doing anything illegal. Why? Well, what's the deal? Like, now that we're adults and not kids in the 70s, what was the deal with Smokies? Like, was it like some kind of... They want to live free and drive around without their masks on. What's the no, deal? The, like, the thing with Smokies, you drive around without their masks. They had a convoy. Yeah, right. And it was in Canada too. Um, yeah. The the Smokies was all about uh, illegally hauling liquor without a license. Uh oh, detour. There's a detour. Well, that's that's just a regular thing. It's not right. some sort of trap. Who's on the detour? Who's on the detour? Vanilla Ice. Yeah, that's right. The D-list tour. I have to explain my jokes. Um, it was um. Who says "Mama say knock you out"? I'm LL gonna, Cool J. Yeah, LL Cool J used to go He's around the... with Beastie Boys, and they would call it like the detour. Oh, cool! Now God. this detours got them going to a place that's only thirteen feet seven inches. Now that's not. Canada, because it's... Well, Canada would say what? Seven metrics. kilometers? You can't go <laughs> up kilometers, Mike. I can't figure it out. It would say probably deca... I don't know the answer, but they must have put that sign on there. Well, maybe the sign was there. I mean, maybe Canada has uh, certain patches where... Well, it was an English... Uh... I don't know the answer. Now... This guy, with all his trucking experience, uh, Jerry Reed, is like, what are we going to do? We can't go. And then Peter Fonda goes, let the air out of the tires. And then they, they get lower. That's ridiculous. Roll under. And then how are they going to get their tires inflated? They have, like, a jack? Yeah, they have, like, a tire inflator, which kind of doesn't make sense because it should only be enough for one tire. So he has eight of them look you see the tires are flattened this wasn't a real detour i didn't realize i did not realize carl like how stupid am i i didn't realize it was the hijackers like fucking wiley coyote 
Look at that. See so how it just scrapes the top? God, how exciting is that? That's probably the best scene in the movie. We, that, that's more action I've ever seen in any film. Now, they said that the tires were flat, but they were only flat on the bottom. They were still round on the top. It must have. I mean, it looks like they really pulled it off. Oh, man, those derby car drivers are going to be so excited to get their, their, their jalopies. Now, look, in five minutes, he's got all 18 tires reinflated. Yeah. American Eagle jacket or whatever that is. Maybe it's a hawk. The Iron Duke. Duke I love I, it's the Duke, the Hawk, the Hawk. I'm the rapping Iron Duke, the Hawk, 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 Hawk. Did Jerry Reed sing that song? I don't know. I've got all of Jerry Reed's songs here. Um, no, I don't. No, I don't. No. I have his most notable song. He did Guitar Man, then Elvis covered it. U.S. Mail, A Thing Called Love, Alabama, mm -hmm. Wild Man. He's it down. Moses. Yeah, he has Eastbound and Down, the theme song for the 1977 Smokey and the Bandit film. Right, and then it was a TV show with that name. They used the song. Oh, okay. Yeah, with Danny Bride. Um, his, what, his last song that was Danny a big Bride. deal was, He Got the Gold Mine and I Got the Shaft. Oh, you know, that's, that's funny on, on two levels. Ford, Mr. Ford. He's got Coco Joe. Now, I knew Jerry Reed as a singer, but I also knew him as, like, a movie star. Like, yeah. he was in Cannonball. Anything that Burt Reynolds and Hal Needham did, he kind of popped up. Uh, he did this, which was kind of cool. Well, let's see. 77 was Smokey and the Bandit. Highballing is this one. Um, Smokey and the Bandit 2 in 80. Smokey and the Bandit 3 in 83. Right. He was in Stroker A's. Yeah, classic. Classic movie. Now I've got his his final film was Waterboy, The Waterboy. Oh, how cool. Yeah, he was a coach, Coach Red Bolieu. I guess he was with Fonzie, right? I don't know. Right. When whatever you do, don't get a tattoo of Roy Orbison on your ass. <laughs> uh he his first film here was the new Scooby Doo movies in nineteen seventy two. He did his the voice. Was he as Jerry Reed? Jerry Reed. Yeah, yeah. Now look, oh, that's a good somebody's four. broke down, and Jerry Reed is no dummy. So he says, fuck that, and he keeps going. He knows of that hijack. Whoa! Whoa. You're shooting at him. He hates the cars. He's shooting at he the cars. He hates these cars. Yeah, there are cars in here. <laughs> Get away from the cars. Nobody's going to know what we're referring to. Well, if they are a fan of our podcast, they know we're referring to because we watched the Two, right a and, year and a half ago hardly working yes. with the cans oh well also i mean that's yeah that's right with the cans jerry lewis yeah and uh, the, the florida wind my family i'm more about i'm more of a milton man yeah <laughs> yes me too that's what i'm red i i lived there let's see i lived there until college and then i came back to uh uh, it's, it's a really barn into a theater. It's really a remarkable uh, upbringing you had. Like just just as a listener of the show myself, <laughs> I know that you were a native uh, Ontarian. Uh, and Los I was in, uh, Los Angeles, and I was in Key West for many years. Yes, I grew up in New York. Uh, 
and I grew up in New York. Okay, so what's happening here? I don't know why the hijackers want to murder them. You know, I mean, what do they, they do? But another thing is they're trying to steal the cargo, which is these cars with bullet holes. No, but no. no, they just want to kill these truckers. They want to get these truckers out of business. So if they steal their trucks, they can't work. They're working for King Carol. Yep, exactly. Oh, I did. Jesus, how many minutes into this film? It finally dawned me. on you. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the whole so, system is corrupt, Carl. Third eye just opened up. Now, okay. These guys are truckers, right? So they've bought a load and they have to deliver it somewhere to get paid. I think it's uh, maybe a derby. Yes. They might demolition be derby. this to a demolition derby. Now, what they're going to do is they're going to sacrifice their load. It's crazy. That's not true. Their son is in the car. Uh, yeah, that's true. Wow. Now, look how good uh peter fonda is as an actor here in terms of like what he's doing and struggling and and he's throwing yeah. something when he hits them he goes yay it's a night and day from 92 in the shade he, you know he i was is, right about 92 in the shade man his face was stuck I, like both he, he the character was such a shitheel that uh sometimes worked okay but yeah yeah but I, I know what you're saying you know he's a polarizing figure uh my wife's not a fan of his like he Turns people off, but I think he's fantastic. He turns think, people off, does he? Well, yeah, I think he also is, culture. Uh, he was an icon for counterculture. Yeah, and if you're not into Easy Rider, you're not going to be into him. But it's a shame. That's really like, true. He did a movie that you'll see B uh, Gold, but he's like a beekeeper. Now look, and, look, it's exciting. Right, bumper he's getting in with the cars. Okay, you're saying he was a beekeeper in a movie? Yeah, I think it was called like <laughs> Yuli's Gold. Yeah. Uh, He's a good guy. I like him, man. I never saw Golden Pond. How crazy is that? Oh, you should see it. You should really? See it. Well, I like Jane Fonda, too. film ever, but you really should see it. We watched a Jane Fonda movie called WT... No, FTW. No, FTA. Remember I FTA? Just... No, I remember The Morning After. We did watch The Morning After. Great, great Jane Fonda With movie. Anthony Quinn, we watched. Uh, no, he was just a countdown. So she was, it was called Fuck the Army, and she and, like, Donald, I think she was dating Donald Sutherland at the time. Uh -huh. But they would go to, like, uh, USO shows, but it was, like, anti, it was, like, a left-wing USO show. They would go during the war and yeah. do this uh, musical number. In the 80s, she got a lot of hate for that. Well, the whole, yeah, I know, and, like, veterans come and spin in her face. Yeah, well, at the Reserve Club, where we're having the repast for Mario Gentile, if you go yeah. into the bathroom, in the urinal is a little Jane Fonda sticker, and it's the target for your pee. What the hell? That That's is a grudge. That is a grudge. That is yeah. a grudge. Way to hold a grudge. Yeah. I don't think it's fair. I think many people were against the war. It doesn't mean you're against America. And if those people were alive at the time, they might have been for, I don't know. Yeah. They're... It's not fair. Okay, so Peter Fawn is really duking it out with this guy. He's going to win. It's exciting stuff. This is a pretty, like, these stunts are pretty awesome. Yes, and Peter Fonda is not doing all of the stunts, but he is definitely on top of that car as it is moving along. Now, they Dude. might have been, look what happened to him. Poor That's got to hurt. Now, he already took a car and rolled it off of the back of the truck. So this is a movie. You can't do the same thing again. 
Oh, so no, you got to throw... gonna top it? <laughs> top it with gasoline. Yeah. I set myself on fire. Gasoline. Look at that face. He's doing the shade. Right. Well, he's got a flare and he's about to blow up a car. It's ironic he didn't blow up Dynamite Dan's car. Look at this. Now, this is the that's first time cool. something like this was attempted in a film. So the internet thinks that's a big deal. I think this is a big deal. This is pretty cool. Look, he's got the, the one of the cars following him on fire now. Yeah. This is crazy. It's like Number eight car. Man, Circle G must have been pissed off. <laughs> Boom! What's that noise, eh? Eh? What's this all about? Uh, that's a good 10-4 piece. Yeah, right. Oh, man. This is pretty cool stunts, Carl. I haven't seen Right. I, I, yeah. Well, I, many times I've told you, like, a car's explosion is way too much for the reality. But, but not in this film. In this film, it's... Okay, now here comes Pickup to the rescue. She's been on the call with them. She's been calling on with them on the CB. She's got her gun. Yeah. Running it. Yep. Now she's about to save their ass. I'm looking forward to it because they threw six flaming cars at these people and they're still getting chased. <laughs> they're still getting chased. They're down to one bad guy hijacker car. You'd think they'd call it a day. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Carroll. They got away. Look at this. And that is Peter. That is nuts. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, Westing Road. This is clearly Milton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could tell because uh, the Petersons used to have a pharmacy there. Yeah, the Petersons had a pharmacy there, and I dated their daughter. So I would be behind on, Mil on Weston Road behind the pharmacy. Yeah. Speak to me, y'all. You okay back there, buddy? Look at Peter. Uh, oh, look at Stuntman wearing a uh, cat power. Well, cap. it's as much Peter as Stuntman. Now he's out of gas because he knew he had a long trip. So he said, I'll get gas on the way. Duh. Always. Duh. always a... And, you know, Peter asked him, he said, Jerry, do you have to go before the trip? <laughs> yeah. No. Right. OP. Oh, no. I don't, Dad. <laughs> now, listen, Reed was in uh, WW and the Dixie Dance Kings. Do you remember that film? I do know the poster. I don't think I've, uh, oh, I don't know if I had an interest. It. Is you it good? Yeah. All right, I'll check it out for sure. I will search uh, for my Apple. Now, he was in Gator, which I think was another Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. He's a moonshiner, I think. No, that's White Lightning. No, Gator's good. I think that's Elmore and Leonard. I don't know. They all blend. Now, look it's... how she is not hiding. She stood there and shot back. Right. That means she's very brave or it's a movie. What is she trucking her truck? She has... Well, she... okay, she wasn't in her truck just then, but she is a trucker like all of them, so whatever's the load. So she has a custom little pickup uh, mobile. Yes. It's just her car. We'll see it throughout the film. That's... People don't have cars like that. It's, I don't have Carl and Mike on my Carl on my car. Decals, <laughs> you know. Okay, so now they're safe. Now there's no talk about the fact that he just ruined his load and now he's behind the eight ball. He owes money. He he destroyed. Right, the cars are gone. Yeah. Also, 
They don't call the cops. He doesn't tell King Carol what happened. None of it. They're just fixing his rig and getting ready for the next thing. My impression of King Carol. Well, did you uh, beat him up and uh, set him straight? Well, six people are dead and uh, (laughs) there's flaming carcasses everywhere. (laughs) Oh, man, did I not think this through. See you next week. See you next week. Till the next trucker. (laughs) Now, um, Gary Reed is essentially saying now, that's it. I'm quitting. I mean, I, I, obviously, right. And so Peter Fonda is going to be like, don't quit. Don't quit. Stay independent. Don't quit. He's like, well, I can't afford it, you know? And so he goes, uh, okay, why don't we illegally run alcohol? (laughs) Wait a minute. Hour into this movie. Uh huh. Where does he know about this? That's why he's called rain, right? Rainwater. No. It's, it's only alcohol. 45 minutes into the film. And we introduced the alcohol. Now, Pickup knows buyers who will buy the alcohol, okay? So they know where to get it. They know where to sell it. All they got to do is get $10,000. 1978 money with illegal bootleg liquor in 1978. Well, the deal with bootleg liquor is it's not like you do a job and you get paid. No, no, no. You take all the risks. So you go and you pay $10,000 to buy the liquor, and then you personally sell it for 12 or 15 I don't know what. Now, and that's... So that was the theme of Smokey and the Bandit, right? They were yes. like, they were bringing cores from Except one state a, to another. Yes, but it was also a race. There was a bet. They couldn't do it within a certain time frame, and it was Coors Light. Yeah, because from what I understand, you know, being a, from the Rockies, native myself, is that Coors was only Colorado. It was only certain states that have it. And like back in Paul, the day? Back in the day. And so like Paul, uh, no, Robert Redford, no, Paul Newman would have his beer sent to him and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so with that knowledge, I was watching Smokey and the Band, and I go, makes perfect sense, Coors. Because they're not doing moonshine, right? In 1978, people right. weren't drinking hooch. It was just tax-free beer. Yeah. yeah. Due to tax reasons, they couldn't get a Coors. You know? Of course. <laughs> You're right. Okay, so now they're going to make the deal and get the alcohol. And Peter Fonda is somehow saying, you can't come in. You can't come in. I don't know why. And it's pissing her off. She just saved their ass. I know. She, she did all the heavy lifting. She shot him point blank. With the gun. Yeah. Told him about the Smokies. Did I ever tell you how I got fired at the uh, under, as an undertaker? No, I was working no. with a mortician, uh-huh. and he says, there's a corpse light. And I uh, made a joke. Uh, I said, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm saying I'm drinking on the job. Yeah, but actually, I saw the corpse. Yeah, it was a joke. Coors light, corpse light. Then it took me five minutes to come up with the premise. Okay, I'm not doing that one at the open mic. So now Peter is informing him we're going to have to walk home. <laughs> He's like, Do you have money for a cab? And he goes, Yeah, I think I got it. I could find that in my pocket. He goes, Good, because after we do this deal, I don't have a penny. Because he's mortgaged his house, believe it or not, to do this. Rain promised to sell his motorcycle, the Indian, for a thousand dollars. No, that's that's Rain. That's his thing. Well, that's really touched Jerry Reed. Uh, you know, iron here. It really touched him. You would do that, huh? Yes, I would do that. They're like good friends, you know. 
Oh, man. Now, we're about to see this actor. He only shows up, like, two times in the film. But um, he was, he's a Canadian actor. They, are all, they all are. But he was in Meatballs. I was going to say, like, I'm surprised they made a movie in Canada and Harold Ramis or John Candy didn't show up in the 70s. Yeah. Especially the year. Yeah. They were probably doing their own thing at this time. He was also in Cagney and Lacey, and he was Hmm. voicing King Koopa in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Okay. All right. Hang on. Let me get the. uh, All right. Hang on. I want to hear King Koopa. So let's get the studio audio up. I'll get you, Mario. the point is there that you take all the risk you just i'll sell it to you and uh-huh. i'm done i'm done i'm paid you own some booze king koopa is he bowser i have no idea he was also sam in the adventures of sam and max freelance police apparently that was a big show oh yeah oh i know the video game sam and max it was a graphic text adventure where you would click around stuff uh-huh now, this is a very famous Canadian country singer. Okay. And her band is very, very famous, too. Again, the director's using the mirrors to tell the story, right? Like, you could see them perform. You know, they have oh, an actual band there. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. have a band in the room, and you show it through the mirror. I did not pick up on this, and I saw this film multiple times. Okay. Now, pickup shows up. And she's got beef. She's got beef. Yeah. You guys, I saved your saved ass your twice. Life. You kicked me out. You're not including me. So they're going to have I saved your life in Mill. In Milton. Milton. Yeah. It's 7 a.m. A ton. Now, this country star, her name is uh, Myrna Laurie. And the band, her famous band, is called Prairie Oyster. Oh. She was the first lady of Canadian country music. So she was a big fish in a little pond. Yeah. And prairie oysters are testicles, aren't they? I don't know. Well, testicles? What would a... Okay, yeah, yeah. Oysters from the water, but it's a prairie oyster, which is... Right. Not not the desert. It's like a tundra. Um... Well, anyway, they were a country music group from Toronto, and they were named country group or duo uh, of the year six times by the Canadian Country Music Association. I don't know. She's a big deal, so she got a part in a movie, and and we should care about that. That's pretty cool. I'm sure the soundtrack was available. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so now we're going to have the beginning of the true romance love affair. Uh, with pickup and rain, yeah, and we're going to start by dancing. But wouldn't you know it? This is a movie, so we can't just have love. We gotta give a conflict. So therefore, some jerk is going to be like, "Can I cut in? May I dance with your woman?" And of course, because it's a movie, Peter Fonda will go punch. Yeah, right. Cold cock. Punch. Cold cock him, and that'll start a big fight, like a. Like a, like a Western when they're all fighting in the bar. Yeah. And they'll escape together. That men call that a Wednesday. Harvey, our bad guy, who we don't know is a bad guy yet, will be there. And he'll start to follow them. And now we begin. Harvey will be the heavy for the rest of the film. There he is up there on the balcony checking him out. All right. So I was a little dense the first 45 minutes. 
but he's going to realize that they're just, they're doing illegal hoots. Uh... Well, that's how he's going to get him if they can catch him. You see, so it's smoking the bandit. Well, no, because he will abandon that idea and just like want to kill them. Oh, look, he's like, may I cut in? Hey, Mister Bow. <laughs> that the answer is no. There we go, and they escape, of course, and then everyone fights. Right, and there's this funny scene, which isn't hilarious funny, in which they go get their coats from the coat check girl. They tip her a dollar. Yeah. Like, they're on the run. Let's get out of here quick. Oh, Boom! you got your coat ticket? Whoa, Whoa that's some heavy stunts. Guy. There's some really good stunts in this. <laughs> a lot of falling downstairs. Or, or it's all lifts. practical effects. Oh, no, he's going to cut you with the wine bottle. Come on, man. Come on. That's not cool. You know I'm sober. I got a knife. I spin it around. Whoa. He jumped across the balcony. Diagonally. Pick well, up sticky looked... butt, too. Falling off the balcony. Because if there is a balcony in movie. Okay, here where we get our funny thing. Hello, we had a good time. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> oh, here. That is cool. Keep this for yourself. And then they run away. Now, any which way but loose, because I was thinking about it, because he does look like a young Clint Eastwood when he's punching people in a bar. Uh, uh, any which way with loose was a trucking movie, but it was not. Was Jerry Reed in that? No. No. But uh, another guy we always see in our films was, uh, he was in uh, um, two films we saw. He was always, oh, I forget now, I better shut my mouth. Yeah. Okay, so now... Harvey is like, follow him. I want to see where they're going. Look, it's clearly Milton. I, I used to, okay, that was not uh, an erotica shop at the time. It was a- uh, Head shop? Uh, it, no, it was, not a, it was not an erotica shop. It was really just a, like a convenience store. But ironically, I would buy penthouses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Canadian we had penthouse. Canadian penthouse, yes. Well, 20% of the pen, uh, Playboy, the models had to be Canadian. That was the law. Yeah, yeah. Now he goes. You go to that hotel there and get us a room, and I'll meet you there later. Because we're clearly being followed. He's like, "Whoa, a motel!" You know what I mean? Like it's very yeah. forward. You go get us a motel room. Why don't they go? Why don't you take them? Take them home. Take her home. Um, never mind. Okay. Well, you know, they should do it in the cab and then put a little bumper sticker just to let people know that if this this is rocking. Don't come a-knocking. <laughs> so I gotta take a leak. Peter hides. Okay, it's... Pickup goes and get a motel room. Peter hides so we can see that he doesn't know it's Harvey at the time, that whoever's following them now knows they're at the motel. See that Canadian light? Uh, it was I not... did not see the Canadian light. Oh, come on. Okay. The, what the hell is a Canadian light? Um, okay, you know in America you have the uh, toggle switch on your light, you know, that click, click, the big, thick. Like, right. It says on and something else. I don't remember. <laughs> right. Well, in Canada, it is a circle, and, and it's a little recess, uh, and it's either a click button or there is a toggle, but it looks different. It's a standard... If I went to your house in LA, I would have the same clicky toggle switch that I have here in Jersey. It's a standard yep. across. Well, that's the same thing. Like, 
you know a film is a foreign film if the lights look all a certain way, if the toilets are all a certain way, if the light switches are a certain way. It's just a very much a giveaway that we're in Canada. Okay, now look, Peter Fonda knows that they know they're in the motel, but yet he stays in the motel. Why? But, but also Pickup doesn't know. He puts her in danger, right? <gasps> right, she's being put in danger. So look, he's running like a mad dog. He's like, don't take your shirt off. This is a PG <laughs> movie. Now, Pickup's getting all ready for Peter Fonda. Right. Yeah. Oh, my look. God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and see that you will see Areola, too. It's not appropriate. Did not see that coming. Did not realize she was wearing that. Pickup's pretty cool, man. She's got, like, cool stuff. Yeah. Well, hello. But, I mean, like, she's got a custom truck and, like, crazy lingerie. Now, somebody's coming. Now, why does Pickup think it's bad guy? Ow! <laughs> wow. Bloody. Yeah. Arate. So this scene was in the trailer. Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't know if you could see Areola in the trailer. That's a really good point. Now, you see, this is what I'm saying, Mike. It makes no sense. I think we're being followed. Pulls over, sees that they definitely are being followed. Sees that they see that Pickup is in the motel. So why didn't he go in there and say, we got to get out of here? Right. Instead, he has sex with her and sleeps there until... Well, I don't think it's until the morning, but. Also, she spent a lot of time, like, lacing that up. And, yeah, he just yeah, runs it. it. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Dude. I, it's, since it's a 70s film, it's obligatory that we see them doing it. <clears throat> but we won't see them all the way doing it, because this movie is PG. Oh, here he is, Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> Harvey. Now, Harvey's the bad guy, but I got to admit, he looks pretty cool for 1978. And well, there is this, Yeah, go ahead. There is this scene in which he, like, stops Jerry Reed's truck, and he looks so cool. He definitely looks cool. He, this guy, the actor got an introducing credit. In yep, this is his first film. He would go on to do a bunch of films, uh, and I think you would know him. Let's see, where is it? Harvey, here he is. You would know him from Dark Man 2. You would Which know I've him. seen. But you would really know him from Boondock Saints. He was in Boondock Saints oh. 1 and 2. 1 and 2. Yeah, you wouldn't know his other films. The Hounds of Notre Dame. The Last Winter. Glory and Honor. Resurrection. Storm of the Century. Ooh, Storm of the I remember. Who could forget? Man of the Year. Ooh, Storm of the Century. And Man of the Year. Yeah. yeah. So what we're learning here is that the truth is King Carol and Harvey are in business together. Now, King Carol's the boss, Harvey's the money. Uh the the Harvey is the the muscle, but he's got money invested. He has like 49% to oh, King right. Carol's 51, you know, so it's like don't forget I give the orders and he turns around real cool and goes, "I don't forget that." I just think it's stolen valor to call yourself king. You well, know? he owns the place. He can steal. He's been going to mall saying, listen, as your king, you should give me a 20% <laughs> discount. Disgusting. Uh, all right. This is basically a touching scene. Like, what's wrong, dad? And 
you know, I could come with you. I could help. This is really dangerous, and a kid can't be there. But I'm help. I could help. He didn't I'm help sure at all. Did. What did he do in that last scene? Did he help Peter Fonda said, push a flaming said, car off the roof? Duck. Yeah, goes, thanks. Look out. Duh. Duh, son. Duh, son. <laughs> Dad, they've got guns. Yeah, I know that. Oh, <laughs> the shooty kinds? Ooh. Did your mother teach you about guns? Yeah, yeah, there's a plenty of prefer. He shouldn't go. King Carroll did a lot of voiceover work. Here he is with the cat. He was in uh, a bunch of stuff for Marvel. Huh. 1966, he was the voice of Thor. Ooh. Uh, in the 60s, in Spider-Man, he was the voice of Mysterio. That's so crazy. And he would go on to do, like, voices in the Care Bears and stuff. He was uh, born in England, but he was a Canadian actor, and he was on the TV show Friday the 13th a lot. But this is his big thing. He was the dad on Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, nice. Well, yeah. The Friday the 13th, the television show, was, was definitely shot in Canada. Oh, okay. So that yeah. makes sense. He's yeah. totally a Canadian actor. Um, let's turn up the volume because he's going to do that. I'm the boss. <laughs> That's all. That's enough. All he's right. a cool dude. He right? is a cool dude. Yeah, for sure. And he's hardly. He's, By the way, we're perfectly synced because when you turn up the sound, his lips. I know, Kane. Well, I, you know what? I'm getting used to the studio and how to turn a mute and unmute the sound. Yeah, let's give a shout out to the studio of Mutiny Radio. Yeah. I mean, FM here in the Mission District. Here, deep in the Mission District, Florida. Twenty first. You can't miss it. Listen, come on down. Be part of the shows. They're pamtastic. They're pamtastic they, Friday. Joke workshop. Oh, did you see that little the, the cat was, running away? Was it a skunk? Bunny? I watched this film a lot of times. I never saw that. But look at his gun. Look at that. Yeah, it's got... overkill. It is overkill. Well, having a lit cigarette in your mouth as you put it in a clip is overkill. Well, he's cool. Yeah, you can't help it. You can't help it. Now, look. She's like... Like, give me affection, give me affection. And she's like, give me a break. Give me a sandwich. What? <laughs> Whoa. Did you know they're making an animated version of Married with Children? How can you do that without a live studio audience? That it's is gonna, stupid. Yeah. Woo. I heard about that, but this time they're going to make it a comedy. <laughs> doing it I'm like using that. that at the open mic. <laughs> Actually, I will use that at the open mic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, married with Children. PG-13. Cartoon. But this time it's going to be a comedy. Okay. <laughs> I think it's funny. That. Whoa. Whoa. Of accident. Did you see that? There was a crash. No accident. <laughs> there was a Whoa. We almost saw Ariel. Okay. Now she sees that bad guys are coming. Now is it daytime or nighttime? They didn't sleep it's post all It was pre-coital. Now it's post-coital. Oh, okay, okay. So he's like, uh, Rain, men are coming. Rain, they have they have machine guns. And Rain's like, what? He wakes up. Oh, no, he's not going to do that five more minutes mantra. Right. Man, oh, man, man, I should have it. He is just young, beautiful, perfect skin. She's got her own uh, truck with the back. He'll wear that outfit for you. Yeah, right. 
She wears no bra in cold rooms. She's a keeper. Look at this. Why would he just go in there and shoot them to death? Why? Yeah. Well, no, well, they're... they're... But Is it really like, worth it? Carol, he was saying, this guy's different. This guy's not going to lay down to us. This guy's going to be an example to the other truckers, and they're going to revolt against him. So that's the reason why they have to kill the guy, because he would be I an example. It. It's not that, it. like, he's going to kill the guy and then be like, okay, business as usual. Now, for some reason, they are chasing Harvey now. Why? Why? Oh, look, there's some other people. Maybe someone else in the hotel motel heard it. No. Look, no one heard it. Once again, they won't call the cops or make a big deal or anything. They're not going to pay their motel bill, including nope. all the damage. Nobody in the motel was there. I think there's someone on the porch, but. Now, since they're, look, his lights are off, and they will stay off even though he's on busy streets. Mr. Burger. Go for Mr. Burger. Now, oh. I really think we're in Toronto now because King, King Carol is in Toronto, and you can see that tower. Okay, so now he knows that Harvey works for King Carol. He's not an independent. Well, I mean, he is a trucker who works for King Carol, but he, now he knows he's the muscle. Now, why... Is Harvey a trucker if he has enough money to invest in half of King Carroll's business? I don't get it. Well, maybe he's just a trucker, a trucker with a hustle. That's all. There's so much in this movie I don't get. Why isn't he in the office with King Carroll if he owns half the company? This is the coolest mobile. It has like a gun in the in the glove compartment and yep. like. He's a keeper, man. Pick up. Mm -hmm. Got the hookup with the pickup. Now, once again, yeah, well, her name was pickup because she never gets picked up. That Nobody can pick her up. That's the, okay. And that's why she painted on the car? Yeah, that's her name. Look, he handles a barbed wire fence like nothing. Look at that. Peter Fonda. That might be a stunt person. Yeah, that's pretty, really impressive. These stunts are really impressive. Now, here's the skipper from Gilligan's Island. No, shut no, up. No, it's not. The alarm goes off. Somebody has breached the perimeter. So King Carol's getting a phone call. Sleeps with a polo tie? I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Look at that 70s lamp. Oh, my God. And a fake plant. Oh, yeah. And he was drinking and taking pills. champagne. Those are prescription next to it. Oh, he was taking drinking and taking pills. Yeah. How can he function right now? Dude, he better have a prostitute in that room. Right, it is bad form. It's bad it's form. It's simply take... not done to take pills, drink champagne, and you don't have a plan. Okay, now we're at the Toronto uh, seaport. Yeah, ob it's obvious. Minnow, no... the USS Minnow. Maybe they just kept driving north. Now, check this out. It's got to not be Peter Fonda. It's got to be a stuntman. But you see those hooks? Yeah. He uses it like a grappling hook to get into. I don't really understand why he's infiltrating their warehouse at all. Like, what is he doing? I don't get why he wants to break in now that he found out that Harvey works for Carol. I don't get it. 
Well, they try to kill him, right? So isn't he trying to? Uh, I guess. Get revenge. This is pretty look, cool. Look what happens. Yeah. Now check this out. That's got to be Batman. That's got to be. I just saw the Batman. There's better stunts in this movie, and there's <laughs> look, a lot of stunts. Look how wrong this his other hand is. He's clearly not dangling. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of blood. Only so much I want Peter Fonda to go through. You know, it's night and day, his acting in this and 92 in the Shade. He just walked through 92 in the Shade with no emotion. Horrible, horrible. Maybe he thought he was doing his character, but it translated into, I'm not going to act. This is night and day. He is a bull. Well, you know what I'm going to say. Don't you think it's because of the director? I don't know. You know, Mike, speaking to that director, there's a movie in that guy. I don't mean the movies he made. I mean the story. The story's fascinating. The director married 92. And having an, uh, married with a second woman, like in the marriage, right? He had threesomes all the time. Yeah. He wrote that book, 92 in the Shade. He makes the movie, and then he cheats with Margot Kidder and, and, and dumps his threesome and marries Margot Kidder, takes her to Montana where he lives, ruins her life, eventually. Yeah. yeah. They have the breakup because of Superman. He, she gets the role in Superman. But meanwhile, now she lives in Montana for the rest of her life. She has children. She commits suicide at, in, at 62. And she tells her friends to feed her to the wolves. You remember? Yeah. There's a movie in that story. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The director of 92 in the Shade it's so it's so what is what a story yeah yeah all right i think Nas i would name that movie like train wreck <laughs> i think i would name that movie national lampoon's train wreck uh-huh oh yeah. we got to do open micers we never even talk about it anymore. i know we don't our our spec script <laughs> spec script well, no we just wanted to show it to you we don't want to make the money for the the, the uh, national lampoon moniker that yeah. film's as good as made Oh, we are in, in like Quinn. Look at this, Quinn. man. Yeah, it's really impressive stunts. I mean, this is eating up a lot of film time, too. Wait, did you say in like Flynn or Quinn? I said Quinn, and then I oh, said Anthony like Quinn. Anthony Quinn. When it comes to girls, Anthony Quinn is not in. Isn't in like Flynn is because Errol Flynn like yeah. underage girls? Always got the underage. I don't know. It's because he was popular like the late with the ladies. And he was in. He was in. In what? He was like, there's a girl at the bar. You're mm -hmm. not going to get her. But Errol Flynn could easily. He, so if you, oh, no, I'm in like Flynn. Look at that school. Yeah. Well, this movie's on spooling. Okay, now, it was dumb for her to stay there because now she's going to get kidnapped. It makes no sense. How did they know it was her truck? What gave it away? What other? You keep calling it a truck. It's it's a what? It's a car? No, but the thing is, it is a truck, but this is a trucker movie, so that means uh, an 18-wheeler, you know? Oh, shit. No admittance. I got to turn oh, back. God. Oh, damn it. Movie's over. Oh, what a waste of time. I, I, I scaled I got all the wall. I climbed the scale of the wall. I know. Admittance. Uh-oh. Nice. Oh, by the way, this is considered a trucker movie, and all those movies about trucker, uh, those websites 
about truckers. They referenced that. Yeah, I got yeah. a lot of my detail from. Now, look, they go and kidnap her. Why did she stay there? Wasn't she like the getaway car? Getaway yes. guy? Yes, but why not drive away, keep passing it or something? Cover bodies or something. They're pod trucks. And this makes no sense why he's in there. What's his goal? Why does he have a gun? What is he looking for? There's nothing for him to find. He knows well, he, they're after him, so he goes into the beehive. It doesn't make sense. Uh, is it just simple vengeance? He's going to shoot up Harvey and King Carol? Then let us know that, I guess, so that as a viewer, we've got an excuse, a reason he's in there. I don't know. Carl, I got to get some coffee. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, you should have poured it before the show like me. Look at this mug right here. I had to plug in my router. That's why I excused myself. But it was technical for the show. It was important. That's clearly row S. Okay? They must have 26 rows. And that is the 19th, 18th row. Where is it? The 19th row. Now, here we have the coolest guy in 1978, Harvey, giving orders. He's in here. You guys, close that door. You guys, surround him from here. You guys, come with me. They're looking for him. They're looking for him. I smell rain in here. Whoa, lights are out. They think they found him because here comes an 18-wheeler right at them. Here comes Holy an truck. 18-wheeler right at the bad guy. Get the truck out of here. They clearly found Pete. Get the truck out of here. What the truck? <laughs> you got to be trucking kidding. Don't truck. Don't shoot that truck. I invested $18,000 in that truck. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Nothing will stop Peter Fonda from driving forward. <laughs> oh, eep, eep, oh, eep. How embarrassing. Oh. No one was in the, the horns going, too, just to hurt their ears. Oh, no one's in there? <laughs> He's got the stuff of his El Camino. All the supplies are in, like, half uh, English, half French. Yeah, in this American movie. It's so they, they, obvious he's not in there. Of course, the cool guy, Harvey's the one. Freeze! So you can see the monkey wrench is making the horn go. Oh. So he's pissed. And the hat is like his signature, like he's a cat burglar. That's right. It was yeah. me, hat trucks. Look at him. I can't, um, I can't believe the star of the movie, Jerry Reed, did that. It was me. I'm the, the second, star. I'm the star. I'm top billing. That's right. He is top billing. He's the calling fact. up, Dad, did you see my movie? Dad, did you see my... Oh, sorry, son. Uh, trying to bail out your daughter right now. My daughter. But he just handles those barbed wire. Okay, they're really, really rough with her. Yeah. I mean, you know, they are. And I know they're acting and everything, but it's... Oh, it's yeah. a 70s movie, yeah. right? People would pay to see that. Yeah, I guess so. He goes, where is he? He goes, he got away. 
Harvey. Because they're going to fight. Oh, really? That's not professional. You're not turning up the sound? Did you oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sick. Sorry. Right. I got it like King Koopa. It's going to and... be over. Just, it's typical Spiegel. Okay, I'm ready, Carl. Yeah, okay. Good. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, you know what? The studio. I tossed the uh, thing over by the studio yeah. couch. How about, you know, it's your job to do this. It Did you just do job. it again? Did you just do Okay, keep it there. No, don't. Don't turn the sound off. There's nothing. It's King Koopa. Yeah, and what he's going to say is, like, where are your friends? And he goes, well, you should just keep the money. And Jerry Reed gives him a dirty look. You have no loyalty, you liquor-running dude. 70s liquor-running dude. He is playing the perfect sleazeball. Jerry and Jerry's a family man. No. Oh, the other guy, King Koopa. King, yeah, King Koopa. Poor guy, we're just calling him King Koopa. Now, we know Peter Fonda is the son of Henry Fonda. I'm just saying because I mentioned it before. Younger brother of Jane Fonda and the father of Bridget. Bridget yep. Fonda. Now, you saw Bridget Fonda show up recently, right? In this movie? No. She hasn't been seen in 12 years, and they caught her at a grocery, and she's overweight. Not grotesquely, but really horribly overweight. They took all pictures of her, and and Bridget Fonda says, I don't care. I'm out of movies. I'm just a regular person. Honestly, what does it say for us as a generation of movie viewers or consumers that people like Bridget Fonda, Cameron Diaz, and Gwyneth Paltrow have to retire. Like okay, there's a certain horrible things about us, but at the same, no, no, I'm with you, Mike. It's very bad about our culture. Yeah. At the same time, though, why can't Bridget Fonda play the roles that like, um, um, who was in Misery, the bad woman? It was Misery. Kathy Bates. Yeah. So why Kathy Bates was never a young starlet, skinny and looking beautiful, and then. You know what I mean? These starlets who yeah, well, there's roles for them. I mean, it sounds like clickbait too, where they're like, "Hey, check out you know this whole like you know." And we used to read National Enquirer, and they would have pictures of of celebrities gone fatty, but it isn't anybody's business. She made a conscientious decision to not be part of the industry, and that's the end of that. Now Uh, we saw Young Einstein. uh, Yeah, there was another thing like that. They hadn't seen him in fifteen years, and they saw him. He was walking the same dog that he had. This is Yahoo serious? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, it was the same thing. But they weren't embarrassing him. It was just exciting. Okay, now he's um, driving. Oh, darn, it's not. Here it is. It's a white Western star, 4,800 wrecker. And it looks absolutely fantastic in blue pinstripes. Boy, the internet really cared about, trucking sites really cared about this. His El Camino gets referenced all the time, too. It's a PMC Caballero, the Chevy El Camino's obscure twin. So it's not an El Camino. It's a Caballero, the competitor huh. back in the day of. Well, you know, the Simpsons had the, the big uh, US, uh, SUV called the Caballero. Uh-huh. They had a little song about it. Listen, this is the scene in which I said, you know what, this guy is a cool-looking guy with the 70s jacket. I'm ready. I got my button on, on mute right here. I'm, the, well, my hand on the... it's, uh, okay, it's over. here comes Jerry Reed. Look at him smoking his cigarette. He can yeah, handle he's cool. the situation. 
He knows what he's going to do. He's right in the middle of the road. Run me over, bitch. I know you won't. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, pretty badass. Yeah, he has assumed the position. Jerry Reed's pretending he did. What, what is that? What? I'm acting. Uh-oh. Look at the Cavalero's Canadian plane. Look, he's got the gun. He's got yeah. the gun. Yeah. Like James Bond. But Jerry Reed does the only thing he can do. Stops. Well, you know, Jerry knew it because he saw the uh, guy pointing a uh, gun at you sign uh, next to the deer crossing. <laughs> Harvey. Well, I keep thinking Look of the honeymoon. Look cool he is, man. Look at that belt buckle. Yeah, no, he's badass. He's got his black gloves on because he's going to do crime. I don't want any fingerprints, but I... Look at the collar pop he's got going. It's a badass collar pop. Where's your friend Rain, Duke? The star of the movie, he's not here. Look at his shifty eyes. Oh, don't cover him. Don't cover him. Don't show me Jerry Reed's butt. <laughs> you, were, you were asking for the back. Now, look, Jerry Reed's no dummy. He gets a thing to club him. Right, Hides he's walking it. tall. Hides it. He goes, turn around and face me, Iron Duke. Iron Duke. Look at that nostril flare. Click, click, click. You hear the gun cock. Oh! Shot in the stomach. Right, this is a 70s film. I forgot. The main character gets shot. Yeah. But that's, see, Peter Fonda really is the main character. Because now, Jerry Reed will be out of the film until the end. But this isn't the end? You should. Uh, he won't be out of the film until the end. But as an active player, he's out. But we're at the end of Act 2 now? We are at the beginning of Act Three. It's the when he had the fight with uh, King Carol, which you didn't turn turn up. That was our setup for the ticking time bomb, the race, the you know I'm gonna get him. This is gonna be settled. Now his his gloves had the knuckles exposed. Why did they do that on the gloves? It must be a reason. There must be, like, bending your... Yeah, or maybe just wear and tear, you know? Your knuckles wear them out. <laughs> they were, man, they were factory. Oh, well, you put, like, some brass knuckles on your gloves, and you're going to see some wear and tear when you take it <laughs> off. Uh, Iron Duke, this is Rainmaker. Give me a shout back. Okay, so what's happening here is he won't be able to get Jerry Reed. Somehow he knows that it doesn't make sense. Somehow he knows that um, um, Harvey's after him. Stupid name for a cool guy, right? So then he's going to call in help from all the truckers right. at the Arizona truck stop. That's, um, like would be, that's like every episode of BJ and the Bear. I, I got to call in my trucker <laughs> angels. Now here's another dumb thing. He finds Jerry Reed hurt. Clearly he needs an ambulance. Yeah. But he doesn't say send an ambulance here. He instead will take Jerry Reed back to his house, and the ambulance will meet them at the house. Why? Why? Well, I mean, it's not like they yeah. have a citizen's sure. van where they yeah. can call a, a Yeah, a yeah. Yeah. He should say, look, get the ambulance over here. Did you see his away? face emote? Yeah, Peter no, Pond is a Pond, real yeah. actor. 
yeah, uh, as a real actor, I get to uh, throw flaming cars off a truck. <laughs> so he's now saying, I need an ambulance at the Duke house. Duke. There's Canadian Tower, right? Right there? No. no. The awful, what no, is that? Like no, a, that's a hotel. It's a hotel. Yeah, with that rotating restaurant yeah. in the top? No, it's just a circle. It's not the rotating. The internet told me all about the prominent buildings. That is yeah. like Hilton or something. Oh. Look, he takes so. the bullets out. Why? Oh, he's not going to write. He's not going to write uh, Peter Fonda's name on each bullet. Look, he's put one bullet in. Oh, I'm sorry. He's doing he was just replacing two. his. Yeah, he was replacing the bullets that had Reed's name on them. He only needs two bullets: one for Peter Fonda and one for the movie director. <laughs> not for King Carol, because King Carol. Oh, King Carol's gonna get it. Now, yeah. who's Larry? They're introducing a truck third act. Who's Larry? Larry's the name of the guy who owns this wrecker. This wrecker is uh, is not a. Uh, it got mentioned on those trucking sites. Yeah. Now this is winter, of course. Now look, they're back at the house in Kleinberg, and the son will now witness his shot father. Why did he bring him home? Canadian thing, I guess. Now look, in Canada, they they write things backwards, so you can see ambulance. Okay, never mind. Well, they do that in the United States. Ontario plates in this American. Yeah, I know. Look, it, they don't. I, we lost the script on that. It's obviously Canada. Look at the uniforms of Canada. It's, it's Canada. It's Canada. Yeah. He lives in Canada. That's the film. <laughs> Deal with it. Not Arizona. Listen, if we learn one thing from COVID, it's not all truckers are American. Jerry shot down, loaded up. <laughs> yeah. Eastbound and horizontal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> horizontal and down. <laughs> oh, he took pickups uh, sweater. Yes. Now, um, the kid has a bike, too. His name's Tanker the Kid, and he's got a 77 Yamaha YZ series. Okay, now it's he's calling in King Carol and stupidly warning him, I'm coming to get you, and I'm bringing truckers. Why would right. he warn him? Why would you go in the public on a citizen van and announce your intention to everybody? Stupid. I keep this movie going. Maybe he's highballing. Sorry, I had the coffee I mentioned. Uh huh. I gotta be careful. I can't spill the coffee on any of the studio equipment. Very smart. Very smart. We don't want Pam upset with you. Pam will get uh, pissed although, off. Yeah, as long as our checks are clearing, though, she might forgive it. I've I've been in the studio where everything is sticky, or my favorite is like covered in weed, like <laughs> someone rolled, and it's like you rolled a joint and you left half of it on the sound mixer. <laughs> Thank, thank you, by the way. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, thank you. Now, Thanks this was given. released in Toronto in May of 78, in Los Angeles of August of 78, and it appeared on television in November of 78. So it got its run. Yeah. Once they released it under the title of Death Hole. I don't know why. It came out in video in 89, and it never made it to DVD. Also, they had a working title during the filming of this thing 
which was PF. Where is it? Where is it? That's I'll tell you in a, in, in a minute, but they decided to call it. Um, okay, there all the truckers are rolling right. out to go and help. Go I don't think that. What? Peter Fonda's like, come help me kick this guy's ass. We need a big old convoy. Superb. That's a convoy. Carl, that's we a convoy. A, no, you don't know the song. I know Homer Simpson's. We got song. a mighty convoy running through the night. We got a mighty convoy. Ain't, Ain't it a that beautiful, beautiful sight? You do know it. You do know it. I know Homer Simpson singing it oh, 20 okay. years ago. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, but I do know. All right, turn what it up I... now. Turn okay. it up now. All right, all right. What else can we do? Ow! Oh, down he goes. Not playing it your way anymore, Carol. I like that. Ah, you see the laid law. That was in Canada. The laid law in Canada was um, 17, not 16, 17. Oh, you mean like how heavy your truck can be? No, the age of consent. That was the laid law. I... <laughs> 17. <laughs> What's the load law here in this country? They have more, they're more classier. They have higher standards in Canada. And yeah, it was 17. The states, they call that the load law. I got off the load. That oh, was there so she is. long, Ronner. But look, he shot them. I know. It's so stupid. Why? And look, well, why is he hurting her so bad? Why is he putting a hot gun barrel near her? Now, that guy did not sign in. He just drove through the gate. <laughs> Every man's dream. Yeah. Canadian plates. Hauling through this. Then, <laughs> then the director shows us the knocked down fence and they all roll over him. Look, you know, he's yeah, he's, he's drinking. I should mention Death Proof, the uh, Quentin Tarantino movie, yeah. uh, has uh, a rubber ducky on Kurt Russell's car, which is a reference right. to the movie Convoy. Oh! Because it's rubber ducky. Why did we just see, like, the Teamsters have a union fight with the scabs? Why? The trucks haven't even arrived yet. You see how they're fighting? Yeah. And it's the guys in the trucks. But meanwhile, the trucks are still rolling in. It makes no sense. These people are fucking nuts. Oh, my head hurts. I got a Care Bear appointment and I have a headache. <laughs> right. Uh, Care Bear's movie, take two. Now, Care hey, Carol's not taking it anymore. Oh, he's got It's about time, yeah. That's one of the bullets. Now, why does he need to take her anywhere? If he knew karate, why didn't he use karate earlier? It, in Canada, they, they pronounce it karate. Karate. Now, look how good she's acting like a limp. I'm a yeah. knockoff. Doesn't seem very uh, natural. Got his gun ready, but it's really pickup's gun. Look at that Canadian brick on the yeah. top of that truck. We get it. It's it's, Ontario, it's obviously Ontario plates. They're not pretending it's America at this point. <laughs> it's obviously a Canadian film. Yes. Now this car is a nice car. They're not going to blow up this car in the movie. So when this car gets blown up, you'll see it switches to another car. 
Oh, that's great. Well, they had to blow it up, right? Can't have a movie without getting it blown up. Right, exactly. Coleman, Blade Law. Right. Now, why do we see the Canadian brick truck driving and then we say, okay, we're back to the USS Minnow where he, the SS Minnow where he was. Oh, before, where Skipper was. And we're going to see the Canadian CN Tower again because we're obviously in Canada. But here will be our Act 3 climax. And it's Race. dumb for many reasons. It doesn't make sense that he's running. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. That's a good way to put this. Uh, They're not racing towards anything. They don't have a goal to accomplish. He's just chasing them for no reason. But why would Harvey want to escape? He wants to confront Fonda. It makes no sense. There it is. The CN Tower. Yeah. So prominent. Look at that hamburger. That looks like a double quarter pounder to me. A double? Yeah, you got two patties. Oh, I see. I guess they didn't have double quarter pounders back then. Or that looks, he wakes up. Oh, my head. Oh, wait, you're that bad guy, Harvey. So now she starts to fuck with Harvey and wreck up his driving. Let's keep it down, Missy. Look, screwing up his driving. Banana. All right, go ahead. Up the film. Okay, here it goes. She gets kicked out. So whoa! Ouch! Ouch! He jumps out. Watch the car change. See? Okay. Yeah. Boom! It's a pickup truck. Oh! Now he's got her as a hostage to say. Don't move or pick up gets it. But then Peter Fonda's like, okay, it's just you and me. Let her go. And for some reason, Harvey lets her go and then gets shot. It doesn't make sense. I'll stop hitting, you know, harping on it. Now, so but... you're saying then, like, the advantage Harvey has is that he's got her as a hostage. Right, right, right. right. And so Peter Fonda goes, why don't you let her go? It'll just be you and me. And he goes, okay, that's a good, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. It's a good idea. And then Rain shoots him? Look how cool he is, man. He looks like Logan's run. Dude, he's like Scorpio, right? From uh, Scorpion. Dirt. Yes. Yeah. You see the dirt rubbed on his cheek for the film. He's cool, man. He's, yeah. They got a good psycho. She's crying. Yeah, and she's going to cry when Harvey dies. It doesn't make sense. But okay. This is the only movie that had one pickup in it. They have to do a lot of pickups. Yeah, he's got that Scorpio look from uh, Dirty Harry. Yes. All right. He Mono didn't have a huge career, but he could have. He certainly was in a lot of things. He had a career. Yeah. Look at his. Look at his. That looks like ninety-two in the shade. No emotion. He's being cool, man. He's good. Maybe his eyes make him cool. Both of them have that. Yeah. Well, this guy's got like killer look. Yeah. End okay, the so line. there's no reason they're having a high noon shootout now, but they are. Draw! If Peter Fonda is dead, then this guy can do his corrupt trucking thing. Right. But why would this guy want to get killed over money? Okay, now look how hurt she is because it's awful. Yeah. And she's really doing too good of a job. 
as an actress because it makes us feel like this is awful. And we're not supposed to have that. It's a feel-good ending movie. The bad guy's done. That's Peter actually because he's probably the most he's probably the most fun character in this movie anyway. I think cool, so. Yeah. More fun than Jerry Reed. I'll bet you he doesn't appreciate that. Well, Jerry Reed's a family man. He has no time for fun. That's right. As a matter of fact, when they were dancing in the bar, it was because he goes, I like you guys. And and he goes, she wasn't talking to me. I'm a married man. She's talking to you. Have a good night. And he left. <laughs> he left. Okay, here's our epilogue. Okay? Oh, and he's better. Yes. He, um, I don't know what Reed's story is going to be, but Peter Fonda's going off to see the world again, but this time he's going with Pekka. Aw. And she's driving. There's baby. Bye, baby. We're going to leave you unattended. Right. I remember that baby from the first reel of this movie. Yeah. We're going to leave you unattended like we did this whole film. You just stay in the kitchen. Well, that's all right. It's a couple minutes. It is. It's all right. Oh, a dog we've never seen before and a goat. I know. They introduced that goat at the last minute. I want to know more about that goat. Oh, he's got his motorcycle back. Yeah, because Peter Honda is giving the kid his Indian. Uh, What did I say? Peter Honda. I said Honda because of the bike. He's giving. Look at his teary eyes. Really an actor in this movie. This film changed my whole opinion about Peter Fonda. I really thought he was a horrible actor in Easy Rider and Cannonball Run, 92 in the Shade. Well, Cannonball Run, he was just having fun. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. So now up there, leaving with their Canadian plates. Bye. Bye. And our film is done. Is it? Is it really? That's how it could end? Ta-da. All right. Well, it's not ending yet. And, and, and <laughs> the. Okay. Eastbound. All right. Here we go. Ah, rolling. Hi. Thanks for coming. By Jerry Reed and this dick feller. Look, the sun's waving goodbye. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Well, audience, I'm waving goodbye to you, too. Uh, <laughs> Carl, what you think of this movie? Um, I thought it was very good for your show. I thought that, uh, like you had said, pickup was the best thing about it. I thought that Peter Fonda is really an actor. Yeah. Um, it was nice to be in the world of the 70s with their cool looks and everything. Um, well, it, you, you know that's not true. They weren't cool. But it, in if you're in 78, Harvey was pretty cool. I don't know. It wasn't a good film, but I enjoyed it. I think I agree with you. I enjoyed this movie. Uh, you know, sometimes you, you see movies that are fads and become movies, and you watch them later, and they're just not good. This one was pretty solid. They yeah. also shout out to Radio Shack, which probably helped them out. <laughs> we need a new Citizens Band, new CB Radio. Go to Shack. Uh, yeah, I, I like this. I kind of like this movie. It was all right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good job, Canada. Thank you, Montreal Trust. Look, it even says Montreal Trust, Carl. <laughs> They're it's not, not even, even tr- trying to hide. They they trust that you will not shoot this movie in Montreal. Keep <laughs> in Toronto. Well, speaking of fads, Carl, next week's movie uh, is a fad from the decade of the 80s. We just had, of course, 70s truck driving. Next week, we're going to delve into the world in the 1980s wrestling with a movie, oh, God, called Bad Guys from 1986. 
There you go. The delightful Adam Baldwin. So the movie... Adam? Did you say Adam? I guess yeah. I don't know From, that I think, guy. No, you know him. He's on. The, he's a troll on the internet. I know uh, if, if, I, if I'm thinking of the, he, I think he was in Firefly. Yeah, you know his face. We've seen movies with him. Before. Oh, when I look up trailer bad guys, I'm getting 1986. Right? Yeah, you got to put in 1986 because there's a new animated film called Bad Guys in the Yes, now. that's right. Unfortunately, so. this is that's how funny is that? We're gonna be watching Bad Guys next week. All right, so we're gonna watch this for free next week. Bad Guys, a uh, precursor to Wise Guys, which is in two weeks. Carl. What a great guest. You did everything for this show. You researched it. You watched it several times. You wrote the I hope you'll have me on again. One, are you free next week? I am free next week. Could I go? I'll fly to San Francisco, go over to Mutiny Radio and do it. I have to, hang on, I, I'm going to have to cancel my guest. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hi, Edward Norton. We decided to go with a different direction. <laughs> what? Is it because I'm difficult to work with? No, no, Mr. Norton. I have ideas. Yes, yes, Mr. Norton. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show. Keep listening to Mutiny Radio. Keep subscribing to our. Keep subscribing. Please do. Yeah, if you had did it once, you have to do it again. Just pop up our. Our goal is one thousand and five YouTube subscribers. Be the fifth. Will they tell us that? I know they just say one k. I don't know. It's probably in settings. I don't know. Yeah. Keep, no, we'll... keep subscribing, please. Keep subscribing, and we'll see you guys next week. Later. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome, everybody. Welcome to the birthday show. This is Friends of the Pod. To my right is Critter McDonald. To her right is the Queen. Ooh, hello, hello, hello. And to and to her right is Bray, our special guest Chilo. today for music. Chilo. Welcome, Bray. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you as a friend. 
Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I do got to thank Amanda for uh, corrupting us with uh, your uh, your presence. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah, I know. When, oh. I, when, I, uh, when I first heard, um, well, when Critter put out the links, like, in our group chat, we have a group chat. And uh, we don't we don't talk shit about our guests, <laughs> except for Chris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too bad! I wanted to hear the dirt. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get you some. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> no, um, I uh, the the first thing I listened to was your cover of Wicked Game, and I was like, holy shit! Like, take me back to uh, Unforgiven. <laughs> you yeah. know, like the. The, the western movie in the mm-hmm. 90s and mm-hmm. the, all the all the pain in your voice and then you took you turned around and made a song made a song called planes and i'm like that's fucking awesome Thanks, <laughs> you are you are a perfect fit thank you yeah we did the uh uh wicked game video in the desert in arizona so we got way into it man with all the dead animals around us and everything so oh that's cool. awesome so that was on location. I thought I thought yeah. that was like a... no, no. We we I have a friend that lives in Phoenix. Okay, good cool. friend, and he also directed the video. So his name is Professor X. Professor yeah. X. Yeah. I I you know what? I think I've seen him direct. Like he's around, man. You'll see his work. He's yeah. Good. I I I forget what video he directed, but I I just remembered. It. <laughs> Seeing his name around. I've huh? seen his yeah. Is he from yours? And Professor X is your friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. tricky. I gotta ask you. <laughs> how many views you do you have on YouTube? Um you know what, that's a funny question because I had two videos taken down and each of those had a couple million. So oh, then we had to start over on two of them. So if you count everything, it's maybe five now, but um, other people have come across that too. They just have, uh, since um, YouTube was bought out, they have bots running everything. And Yeah, they've yeah. taken some of ours down funny. too. We're yeah. not putting episodes up there anymore, mm-hmm. just videos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was converting them. Yeah, well, about we're, still, we're still making movies and we, we just put them up anyway and mm-hmm. do it for the love. Objectional speak into, material. Speak into it, Yours isn't objectional, though. Well, we'll see. I got it. Hello. Ours <laughs> okay. is. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. <laughs> Russell, which I one are you on? Myself. Make noise. We talk about everything. Yeah, we have Nikki and Russell and Amanda Rocks. Go ahead, Russell. Russell. Make noise. Yeah, come on. Russell, come on. make noise. This yeah. is Russell okay. with the Truffles, yeah. and I'd like to say have, good to be back to Mutiny Radio and, have, and Bob, Critter. Nikki, good to be back. And we have, like, just to let you know, we have three special truffle flavors for the show. <gasps> Woohoo! More mouthgasms. Yeah. There you go. The water you started. You can yourself to say happy birthday <laughs> right, to Ray, you. Ray, after, <laughs> after you sing, you can help yourself just instantly. to Instantly. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell the world. The other one was I'm working, telling you. The other one was working. Oh, he just stimulated my the tongue. One, the one on your left hand is working. Yes. Mm. Russell Truffles in the house. Talk, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's something wrong with the cord. Oh, that that one physically doesn't work then. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So hello, everybody okay, out there then. over the hub. What? And we got all these beautiful people here. We're the friends of the pod. Hey, who do you guys want to give that mic to when they come in? 
<laughs> Trick Mike. <laughs> Our special mystery. You know, I'm going to give that microphone to Warhol. Entertainer. Here. <laughs> Take you know, this. Go sing your heart out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Nikki. Hello. Ah, there she is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, happy birthday to Bob today. Everybody just say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. I am not singing happy birthday to you. I'm going to say it. Okay, you go ahead. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because his presence on this planet.